Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode on Addit Connor. My name is Olua Toby, as always. Hi guys, welcome back. How was last week's episode? I don't even know why I just bumped into hi guys welcome back how's that like okay i'm like do you take classes episode did you not no but really did you <laughs> okay so welcome back to my podcast um welcome back on this episode seriously how was your week i mean i had a very amazing week it was a packed week i learned a lot i really learned a lot i'm, I'm serious i mean I there's a lot to talk about about everything I learned but of course it has a lot to do with me more of me and then you know less of the podcast but then again I just want to put this out there learning learning is a thing that we should we should cultivate you know we should make it a very compulsory habit cuz a lot of people don't see any reason why they should always learn. For them, it's like, hmm. And and you know, unlearning is also something that we should also cultivate. The habit of learning, the habit of unlearning the things that we have learned, because as we go older, things change, right? So the moment we've learned something doesn't mean that that particular thing as a concept a principle a value might not change okay so we learning to unlearn the things that we have learned helps us to come to a point where you know we're not resistant to change we're not resistant to the things around us we're not resistant to the help that we can get for a particular thing it's just little things you know you having a natural habit to unlearn things you having a natural habit to learn new things you having a natural habit to want to be submissive to learning new things it's going to help addiction actually because if you're the kind of person that you're core on once you've learned something it's hard for you to unlearn it makes it difficult for you to let go of some things imagine being in love with a toxic person and because your nature have learned to love the person every time you know but you've not taught yourself to unlearn some things by the time you begin to even notice the most toxic things about this person people are saying it fine you didn't see it now you're seeing it yourself you still don't want to let go <laughs> i mean you need to little things like unlearning unlearning things helps but of course there are some things that we've talked about on this week's episode like ancient landmarks that must not be unlearned there's some things that cannot be unlearned there come to some things that they are already written down and cannot be differentiated cannot be removed cannot be shaken those are particular things for example 
um, the issue of um, male and female made he them. In other scripture, has got a lot of um, truths and also brought in a lot of um, controversy. To be candid, that scripture, but explaining the scripture and understanding that we're talking about how God made male and female is very important. Because recently, not recently, but I've always known, but this one became more glaring. We have like over almost a hundred genders now, and it's funny how you know pronouns are beginning to change that's what i'm talking about learning and unlearning there's some things that you don't even have to don't even bother saying you want to unlearn it there's some things that are ancient landmarks that you shouldn't even unlearn like for example the 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 thought of saying um love your neighbor as you love yourself you're not unlearning anything from there it is a fact. It is a thing that will continue forever. So you're not changing it. Do you understand? But when I talk about unlearning and learning things, there's some value system that we've gathered, cultural system that we've gathered. Let's be submissive to things that can change for us. When we come back, we're going to continue on this week's episode. Thank you. <laughs> First, we want to have um, God's presence. You know, when I was younger, I loved, I loved Women of Faith. And one of my favorite songs, I had like a own number, <laughs> but there was one particular one. Come and make my heart your own. Come and be everything and and all I know. Search me, true and true. To my heart becomes a home for you. So that's like one of my favorite women of faith songs. And it dawned on me that for me to have God make my heart his home, I need to continually renew my mind. Do you understand? And ensure that the home is habitable for him. It's just like a visitor is coming to visit you. And you don't clean the house. You just leave the house so nasty. And your visitor is coming to visit you. It's not habitable for the visitor. Maybe the visitor is even um, asthmatic. There's so much dust everywhere. You know, you're not even trying to 
make it look good. If it still comes in the first few hours of staying in your house, he or she is already thinking of, you know, suffocating. He or she is already finding hard to breathe in because of so much dirt and dust around the house. You 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 expect the visitor to want to stay longer if the person brought a luggage, you know. The person is totally going to leave. If the, except you start, you know, saying, "Could you please step out a bit? Let me clean up the house." But at that point, you've not made. Um, you can't even say feel at home because there's no way the person can feel at home it's the same thing that applies to someone is coming to visit your house you're not tolerant you're not hospitable and you're not nice and the person comes to your house and you're not even treating the person good if the person intended to stay for two days the person would stay a day and the person would pack whatever it is that the person came with and go do you understand so let's say the person came in and say okay depending on how this person treats me there's some things i'm bringing with me that i want to give to this person but you don't treat the person well the person has to leave immediately to say okay because i'll be going to another house i would prefer to give these gifts that i brought to another house so when we say we want god to make our lives you know stay in our lives be in our lives bless us bless us we don't make our lives habitable for him to stay so he would rather go to a place where he's welcome where he's habitable for him and give gifts to people that are keeping him there i mean okay we're talking about a person's house let's use a hotel for example right a hotel let's use that as an example we say um somebody I want this is our hotel we you pay you know after you've stayed and all that the moment somebody comes in it's like oh my god I can't stay here and I can't pay so he has to leave place is not good for him to stay he goes to another hotel and he gives them the gifts that he has because he's, he's even gives them much more than he asked for why why is he giving them much more than he asked for? Because the service that he even required, he got much more for it. So God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above everything that you can ask for. Yes, he is. But how much of his presence are you making room for? How much of it are you making room for? If you're not making room for his presence you know making room for him to come how much are you doing how much so he comes in he just he just stays you've already said okay god when you come in i'm gonna do this do this and the moment he comes in there's so much stench he can't even he can't even come in he can't even come in like some people or let's use ourselves for example your baby or a baby pulls in the house and messes up the entire place okay i mean okay let me know how many of us have haven't uh i've been to a dog's cage before for dogs that don't are not allowed to come in dogs are allowed to stay outside 
and they've pulled, they've peed, they've been so nasty. Actually, no, I'm not a huge fan of dogs, by the way. <laughs> so the moment you're just walking past the cage, you can't even, you can't even hold the dog. I mean, at that point, I can't even hold that dog because I'm like, yo, you stink. You can't even move close to that cage. Ooh. Imagine if you saw a very stubborn dog that is like, don't come in, don't come. You won't try to clean it up. Some of us are stubborn people. We're stubborn. God is even saying, okay, so you and your stench, I'll take it. Let me come in and clean up your house. Let me come in and clean it. Okay, um, come in and clean it. And the moment he wants to come in, we become a dog. Don't come in. Don't come in. How do we say, don't come in? How do we become so stubborn and aggressive? How? What exactly are the things that we do that makes us stubborn and aggressive? I'll say, number one, you don't accept him. You still have some doctrines, some things you're unwilling to learn. Some things you're unwilling to learn. You still have some habits you're holding so tight to. You don't want to let go. You're saying you can let go. You don't like the, the, the stench, but you, you don't want him to come in. You're still, you still have some doctrines you're holding on to. He's saying, don't believe in this. You still believe in it because some people believe in it. You still have some mindset you don't want to let go he's saying um don't associate with these people you're still associating with them that's when you say don't come in that's when you you have that dog face that says leave my cage alone don't come in do you understand that's when you say that so seriously for us to make our home habitable for God and even for him to come and clean us up, we need to learn to submit to unlearning things, to relearning things, and to learning things, and to come into a point where we're completely changed. So, come and make my heart of glory. King of glory, come and stay in my heart. All those things depends on how much you're willing to allow him to do so much more some of us are like we some of us some of the things that are even stopping us from learning the things god god is teaching us is because we seem to want to absorb what the society is saying i mean for us it's like we want to we would rather go with what the society is saying than what god is saying would rather go what size is saying than what God is saying. It's for us, it's like it's more real. God help us, really. Seriously. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see. I want to see. Lift it up, let me hear you.
So, um, welcome back. We're talking about unlearning, relearning what the society is saying. And how some of us, it's, it's, it's like, I don't know. You know, there's a scripture that says, when the bird sees there's a casting down, I see there's a lifting up. See, some people are afraid to say there's a lifting up because, number one, of course, they don't believe it. It's, it's just because they don't believe it. Some people say they believe it, but they are not acting as if they do. Everybody says there's a casting The world says there's a casting down. I say there's a lifting up. Some people are afraid of being alone in the things that they say. Some people are afraid of being alone in the things that, in the, in the beliefs that they have. Some people are afraid. So, when everybody's saying, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him, they will go ahead and say crucify him as well because... Everybody's saying it. Even if they believe otherwise. Even if they're like, why are you guys, why do you guys want to crucify this guy? Why? What did he even do? They don't want to be in that space. So they would rather say the same thing everybody else is saying. There is no law binding them to say it. No, no. There is no law, actually. There's a law we understand. But... They would say it because everybody around them is saying it. Fine, they might have been influenced, you know, they might have been... But you subject yourself to influence as much as you subject yourself to sticking to what you believe. For example, um, yesterday I was listening to music and um, very, very nice. First time I heard it, I loved it. I love really nice, slow songs, flowing and all that. So that's the first thing that comes up before I now begin to check the you know check the content of the song. But most of the time, I really love when I'm watching a movie. It's always nice. So I listened to the song and I downloaded it. I looked for it. I downloaded it. And I've always I just love the rhythm. I never listened to the lyrics that day. I never paid attention to the lyrics because every time I'm listening to it, I'm always multitasking until yesterday uh i listened to it the first time this song sounds weird the second time and then let's really have to draw my attention to the song come confess this song that you are listening to do you even resonate with anything that the person is saying i'm like what's she even saying okay listen to the last verse because we already i'd already gotten to the end of the song Okay, let me listen to it again to know what she's saying. By the time I'm listening to it again, I'm like, eh? What kind of song is this song? <laughs> ah, I see it again. I'm like, the beginning was, eh. I need to get to the middle. Eh, 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 eh. From the beginning to the end, the lyrics don't even resonate with everything I believed in. Every single thing I believed in. They love us like that. I just, I just, I just change the song. Like, just, just go, please. 
because now that I pay attention to the lyrics, I definitely, I'm definitely gonna have a, you know, mindset around it. So we have to just take it off. Same thing. You know, this thing also relates to the fact that um, whatever you know that you cannot do when everybody is around, you shouldn't bother doing it. And I just wanted to put this particular part out there. Whatever you know that you cannot do when people are around you, especially the things that you say you cannot do normally, and you are doing it when people, you know, when and you're doing it in secret when nobody's around, don't do it. Because you're not just, you know, lying to lying to yourself. You're not just lying to people because you're not just living in dishonesty. You're also living in dishonesty to yourself. You're lying against your body. You're sinning against your body. You're sinning against God. You're sinning, you're sinning against people that are around you. You're living, you're doing like three sins at the same time. Hypocrisy, lying, and the actual sin itself. Three things. Hypocrisy is like terrible. You say this is who you are, but you're not that person. So, basically, by the time you hold on to some principles, you're supposed to just like hold on to them. Like, hold on to them. So it's okay to want to unlearn, it's okay to want to relearn, it's okay to want to be subjected to change. But everything that you're doing, ensure that you're honest about it. Let us pray. Our God and our Father, we thank you for this week's episode. We thank you because you granted us help to be able to speak your word and um, just discuss we ask so far that you give us wisdom and understanding and you make us grow. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, guys, um, I'm going to catch you guys next week. Next week is another fantastic day. Have a lovely week. Take care.